Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Okay, in this episode of Coaching Uncut, we are diving into the fear of confrontation and how to move through that with clarity using the law of relativity and the law of sacrifice so that you stop feeling guilty and also stop feeling frustrated with other people like contractors, team, and so forth in your life and your business. I hope you enjoy. Okay, how did it go yesterday? Pretty well. Um, yeah, pretty good. I got my question you asked me about how avoiding confrontation is helping me and hurting me. Okay, yeah. let's hear your answers. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, um, I think in helping me, it's, it's been helping me keep the peace. No one leaves, keeping friendships and growing business. Um, but how it hurts me is that I don't get what I want. I can get resentful, and then I'm inauthentic. Yeah. Oh, this is really juicy and good. So let's take um, the how it helps you mm-hmm. and play devil's advocate with that, and then how it hurts you, let's play devil's advocate with that too. Okay. So okay. we're going to give them equal, equal analysis here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So can you do the, how it helps you list one at a time for me? Sure. Uh, so keeping the peace. Okay. So in what ways is that actually helpful? And in what ways does that inadvertently perhaps hurt you. And this is an exercise, Wendy, just to pull back the curtain and what I'm doing here with you. The law of relativity says nothing is big or small, good or bad, until we compare it to something else. So is keeping the peace good or bad? What are we comparing it to? And the challenge for most people is they don't know there's a level of uncertainty around what would happen if I didn't keep the peace. Mm-hmm. Is that really so bad, right? Is it yeah. good compared to that? Or, or am I actually missing out on incredible growth, more opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So, so let's, let's play that out a little bit. Can you see, okay. I mean, the, the obvious thing is keeping the peace, you know, good relationships, less energy spent on dealing with that, all of that, right? That's sort of um, the base level, if you will, the the sort of normally accepted accepted level. Mm -hmm. But 
you could argue that you would have better people working for you if you didn't keep the peace, right? Not that mm-hmm. you have terrible people working for you right now, but, you, you know, the faster you deal head on with something that's not working instead of just trying to keep the peace, the faster you would recognize that you need to raise your game with your team, for instance, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I know we were talking about this in relationship to, to clients, but I've seen you post even recently in the spirit of wealth, you know, let go of a PETA client, right? Yep. And five new came in, look at that, right? Right. Um, so I'll pause here and stop talking for a moment. What yeah. is, you know, when you look at it from the um, teaching that I'm framing it as, can you see how this is both helping and hurting? Yes. Um, yes, and I would say that definitely keeping the peace keeps my energy level. You know, it's, it, some things just aren't worth fighting about or fighting for because um, I don't feel strongly enough about them that I would, you know, I used to fight on at everything. <laughs> uh, do I ever remember? <laughs> yes. So I really do think that that's an improvement, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yes. thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But in, in, and then um, discovered surrender sometimes <laughs> a lot to, takes a lot less energy. Um, but, you know, in the, in the and I want to I want to uh, articulate a different differentiation between keeping the peace and say letting go. Okay, mm-hmm. so keeping the peace, the perspective behind that, or the energy behind that, and and maybe you mean something different, but this is how I interpret it when you say it is, mm-hmm. I'm going to. Withhold expressing myself. I'm going to withhold articulation of some specific thing in order to to let it just go past me. And Mm -hmm. there's an energy of of contorting yourself in resentment behind that. It's fine to consciously, with awareness, decide this isn't the battle I want to fight. I don't need to bring this up but then be really good internally with that decision and not be resentful, okay? That's the the rub right there, okay? Mm -hmm. Whether we call it keeping the peace, surrender, um, law of sacrifice, whatever you want to put this under, it's your come from energy that matters the most, okay? Okay? So I think as a, as a, as a tool for using this conversation in your business, the piece that I want to give you is hold yourself to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. So that's a level of awareness with your intention, your come from, and then hold yourself to a higher standard if that intention is not at the level that you know it needs to be at. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's how you handle this, okay? Mm-hmm. And and the reason I'm going into such excruciating detail with each one of these <laughs> is is that 
I want to help you get out of that guilt place, yeah. which says I've done something wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. So it requires that you really do this, this work in order to get clear, this is the right decision for me, therefore no guilt. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And if we shortcut it, if we don't give it the awareness and thought and decision that it needs, the shortcut results in I just feel guilty. Okay. Make sense? Okay. Okay. I will yeah. stop talking now. No, it's good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, you know, this is something. So I have an employee that has been with me for a number of years, and she has. Um, she's my boots on the ground person, so she's really valuable to me, like extremely valuable. Uh, <clears throat> but the work, amount of work that she actually does for me, she also owns our cleaning company that we use. Right. So the amount of work she actually does for me has been diminishing over the years. Um, but, you know, sometimes I feel like there's this little bit of, like, I, I try to get out of resentment of, like, I'm paying her an hourly wage, but I'm not getting the hours. But to like, okay, this is just a flat rate for having this person here. And she does, you know, she meets with our clients and she does a lot of great things. So, but, you know, I'm I'm trying to get out of that, like, how much let hours me, you do. Okay. So, so let me just clarify. So I'm following, because I'm not sure that I am. Okay. She, she's being paid a flat rate in order for, to do all these things, it doesn't matter how many hours she does it in. Yeah, so she is paid, like, an hourly wage for 20 hours a week. Okay. So, basically, it's a flat rate regardless of what she's paying, you know, but it was started out as you give us 20 hours a week and we pay you accordingly. Okay, so and this is a clear, so I think this is a clarification situation. It started off as X amount for 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. But it has become X amount for getting the job done. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So that's where that's a um, that that requires that you clarify the situation. If she's doing more, like the work in less time. Mm-hmm. So here's the, here's well, the rub. Like if she's an hourly employee, she's an hourly employee, and she should be working the hours. If she's a, this is the retainer for getting the job done, it doesn't matter if she does it in one hour or 100 hours. That's, that's the idea behind a retainer. Mm-hmm. So has it changed and it just hasn't been clarified and you have to go back to clarifying it to the 20 hours? Um she can't give me 20 hours because so the the rub is that even though she's working like even though it's it's very difficult to to clarify between when she's working for her business on our you know on our stuff versus when she's working on our stuff and so i think in her mind she thinks she's working 40 hours a week on our stuff when in fact she's working 5 hours a week on our stuff and 35 on her her business, which is 
our queens. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it gets a little wonky, and there's been thought in my head that maybe I should try to acquire the company. Um, so uh, ac- acquire her company or acquire a cleaning company? Her company. Okay. And see about um, partnering there, but I don't know. There's just like – it just like and and I'm and I get to the I get back to this, I you know she's now valuable for this, but then it's it's when she gets this kind of like resentment towards you know she's not getting paid enough, but it's like we're well, only doing not you know you're only doing five hours a week or something or ten hours versus what we had originally planned. So it, and but then I'm afraid. But then if I ask her to do something, sometimes she gets like like well I'm already so busy kind of stuff. <laughs> Okay, I am going to give you the the way forward on this that I think okay. is the best approach. And it might be a multi-converse, multi-instance conversation, like it's not just one and done. Mm-hmm. But I think you need to have set up a meeting with her and you have a conversation about the role and you start off with questions. What is your understanding of what the role is? What is your understanding of what's required? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? Like, make it open and friendly. It's an information gathering experience. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then start talking about, you know, I'm sensing that there, and I would lead with this, I'm sensing that, that it's time for us to really clarify roles and responsibilities and I want to make sure we're on the same page because I really value you and I can feel a little bit of uh, what I think is resentment. I'm not sure, right? You don't want to ever say that you know what someone else is feeling until you've gotten that clarified. And I just want to make sure that we're getting ahead of the game so that as we grow, we really know what roles and responsibilities are and what you like to do and what you don't like to do and all Mm -hmm. of this. Okay. And, and you ask, a lot of questions, okay? And you don't come at it like, you're not giving me the 20 hours that you said you were, and it's not this, it's that, right? You, mm-hmm. you do information gathering because, quite frankly, she's, she's, um, she's valuable to you. You appreciate yeah. her, yeah. okay? But you just need to this, – this is a clarifying process for you also and for her. Mm-hmm. And I would also, even before you get on a call with her, I would clarify what you want, okay? What would be ideal mm-hmm. for you? And you don't necessarily have to share that in that first call, but I want you to have that in your mind so that you're not just in reactive mode. You are mm-hmm. in listening and comparing it to what your ideal is, okay? Yeah. I think that's your next action item. And then... I would like to continue to go through the list, but I think that is giving you quite a bit to work with right now. Okay. Yeah, and she's, I mean, she's in a lot of overwhelm right now because a lot of people have left, and so she's cleaning a lot more than normal. So it's even difficult sometimes to get some time with her. But Yeah, so maybe you put this on the schedule for a little ways out, but you mm-hmm. start clarifying for yourself. Yeah. And even the intention of being on the same side with her instead yeah. of being like just irritated with her will put you ahead of the game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Great. Okay. Awesome. Have All a right. good one.
So with that, I invite you to come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, where we are going to be going into all of this and the femme model for making a rapid breakthrough, manifestation matrix, scale plans, all of that at the three-day virtual summit. For our loyal listeners, we have a special promo code. This is just for you guys who are loyal listeners to the podcast. Please go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. And when you check out, the promo code gives you $200 off of your registration. So please use this promo code. The promo code is loyal, L-O-Y-A-L, loyal for loyal listener. And we thank you for being a loyal listener. And join us at the summit. It's going to be fantastic. There are going to be a bunch of ambitious, driven, heart-centered entrepreneurs going for more and a great community. We're going to be workshopping. We're building networking opportunities into the three-day event. It's just me teaching for three solid days. It's an immersive experience. Please go check it out and join us there. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed that episode. If you're ready to take it to the next level and want to make your income breakthrough, then I am personally inviting you to join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. It is happening November 5th, 6th, and 7th, and I would love to have you there, especially if you're someone who is high achiever but hitting a block. I want to show you how to master your marketing, master your mindset, and master scaling your business and growing it to the next level. This is a three-day immersive event. I will be the only one teaching you and you'll get me for three full days. This is the place that people make their breakthrough and I would hate for you to miss it and I would love for you to be there. So please check it out at joinamiralive.com and I'll see you there. Everybody.